Welcome to the Leading in Love podcast. If you are a leader in any capacity who is married or considering marriage, you're tuned into the right place. We help leaders take care of their marriages. Remember, you are a successful leader and your marriage and family can be successful too. You don't have to sacrifice leadership for love and you don't have to sacrifice love for leadership. And now, here are your hosts, Gary and Julie. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. I hope everyone's doing all right today. I am. Thank you for asking. You always say that. (laughs) Yes. You doing all right, boo? I'm doing great. You? I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful. So let's, let's do this. Let's do it up. All right. Welcome again to another conversation about marriage and leadership presented by Gary and Julie at Leading in Love. Mm-hmm. We're very excited you're joining us. Mm-hmm. Leading in Love is all about helping leaders take care of their marriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. So, here's the deal. Okay. People compare themselves to others. Mm. It's a phenomenon of life. It's a thing that we do. And they want to know two things. Am I doing good mm-hmm. or am I doing poorly? Mm-hmm. It's some standard that's in their head. Mm-hmm. Right? So I played sports growing up, and my most memorable years were in high school. Yeah. I played basketball in high school. That was my favorite sport, still my favorite sport. Right. And for me, it was important to know who the best guy on my team was. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't me, then I had to work to be better than that guy. Mm-hmm. Right. I also had to know who the best guy on the other teams we were playing were. Mm-hmm. Like, who are these guys that we're going to be matching up against? And I had to be ready for those guys. Right. Right? Right. But beyond that, I wanted to know who the best players, the best basketball players were at the next level. say the college level or even the NBA. Mm -hmm. So when I was in high school, this was the Vince Carters, uh, the Kobe Bryants. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So these guys were kind of new to the NBA around that time anyways. Right. But uh, these guys were the names that when I, as I got older... These were the names that would dominate the NBA. Kobe, Tracy McGrady, all these guys. Allen. Allen Iverson. (laughs) You don't know his whole name? I know his name. (laughs) Okay. I just wanted to remind you that, you know, I knew. Yeah, he was was right there, too. I knew Shaq. Shaq. There was a lot of guys that were really good. I wanted to know that information because this information was valuable because it gave me a benchmark to compare my own progress Mm -hmm. and what I could expect for myself when it comes to the game of basketball. Now... Some people compare themselves in other areas to others to see if they're better or worse. Mm -hmm. And from there, they choose where to spend most of their time. Mm -hmm. So let's take it to the classroom, for example. Right. So, for example, you're a student with a 3.6 GPA. Right. If you you analyze, you could say that you're worse than the students with a 4.0. Yeah. But you're better than the students with a 3.2. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Some students with a 3.6 will choose to study with the students who have higher GPAs because that's who they aspire to be like. Uh-huh. They want to one day be a 4.0 student. But then there's others who are going to spend most of their time with the, guy, with the students who have a 3.2 because they know they're better than them. So I'm going to share with you this story. All right. I think I might have shared it with you before, but my... My dad, he's more of a pessimist. Okay. Okay. He's always been that way. 
he kind of brings... He's very good at putting reality back into my mind <laughs> so growing up as kids. You're not allowed to get too optimistic. Yes. Because there's an element of things that could yeah, go wrong. And he always kept that in mind. Right. Like, he, he always brought me down a notch. And I remember, you know, coming home from school, report card comes out. And I'm like, Dad, look, I got, you know, a 72 average <laughs> I already know where this is going. In this class. And so he would say, yeah, but let's look at the class average. And if the class average is 76 or, you know, even 70, right? He'll tell me, well, Julie, if you got a 72, <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm above class average. He's like, if you got a 72, the class average is 70. That means you're you're bringing the class average down. <laughs> And I would look at that. I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah. Right? And then you 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 take it further. I mean, that got situated inside of me. And so when I stepped into university, and now I'm uh, doing an economics degree at that time, I remember, I thought, ma, stick with the Asians. Stick with that group. Why? Because they were usually the strongest. Right. So in you, okay. that subject. I got, you. I got you. So my study group, they would sit there talking in their language. Yeah. As long as I was in there when questions needed to be answered, as long mm-hmm. as I was in there when, 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 when projects needed to be done, that's who I would, I would run to. Right. Because they were the ones that were always reaching the high, high and receiving the high grades, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So just to carry on with your point, to validate your point, what are you comparing yourself to? Exactly. So the standard is going to be based on, do I want to be better than yeah. somebody? Yeah. Or do I want to be as good as, or do I want to aspire to be as good as somebody else? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this kind of ad- ha- attitude actually happens inside of between spouses, mm-hmm. inside of marriages. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it doesn't mean that you know one couple goes up to another and says, "Hey, you guys look like you're doing bad." It's mm-hmm. more of an internal conversation that you share with the, with each other to say, "Hey, you know, uh, they look like they're doing pretty bad over there." Mm. At least we're not doing that bad. Yeah, maybe because they might have hit a situation. In their life mm-hmm. that you don't really even know. Right. But for you, what all you want to know is that are we that bad? Yeah. Do we look that bad? Do we come off to be that couple who's just struggling all across the board? Mm-hmm. And the quickest thing to do is to look for the couple that does, you know, the ones that are always yelling at each other, if that ever happens, or arguing or they just look like, they look so despondent from time to time, mm-hmm. just so you could feel better about yourself. Yeah. You know, and that's, there's a big problem though, mm. because one you, once you start comparing your marriage to another marriage, there's probably an indication that there's something lacking in your own marriage. Mm-hmm. Or else you wouldn't compare. Mm-hmm. You'd be satisfied with where you are. And... Things that happen from time is that sometimes other couples will secretly compete with other couples. Right. And this, to me, to us, as yeah. we talked about, is an indication that you're at a critical point in your marriage and it needs some serious attention. Mm-hmm. You know, so rather than focusing on internal issues, 
Now, couples tend to gloss over their own issues by hiding them in their assumptions of other couples. Right, right. So the comparison for couples, like I said, like you've established, we want to either see if we're doing good mm. or we're doing poor. Right. Okay? Right. So couples compare themselves with other couples for various reasons. True. Right? Mm-hmm. First one, they want what they want. Right. So it can be safe to argue that people want good things for their marriage. Yeah. I think we want good things for our marriage. We want good things for our family. You know, every day. Right. We don't want to experience tragedies. Absolutely. We don't want to experience bad outcomes. We want to experience good things. Mm-hmm. So when you see a marriage with good things, you naturally or you might want those things. Right. Which is okay. Yeah. You want the good things for yourself. And in this case, when you want what somebody else wants, this simply means that you're willing to work towards accomplishing those things. Mm-hmm. Now that differs from the next point when another couple wants what another couple has. Yeah. Okay? So some people are... Simply envious of other couples, right. right? They want their children. Maybe they like the behaviors of their children. Mm-hmm. Um, they want maybe their number of children. Mm-hmm. You know, their their success, their material possessions. Right. When you are envious, then you are satisfied knowing that another couple doesn't have it just because... You don't. Right. So, if your marriage isn't the best, mm-hmm. you're gonna be you're gonna find it hard to cheer for another couple whose marriage is doing well. Right. 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 Or Absolutely. if if a couple looks like they're 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 just winning. Yeah. They're succeeding. Everything they're doing is just going the right way for them. You're gonna be sitting there the minute that something doesn't pan out. Yeah. That's when you get excited. Yo, someone, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was maybe last year or something like that. You know, she's she's such a wonderful woman, and I respect her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she has two young children, a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, man, just just touch me because I want four children. But my husband... He doesn't want any more children because he's tired, right? Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, listen, talk with your husband. You are a woman. Convince him, you know? Well, Rub him up. Okay. Touch him up. And, you know, I just turned it into a joke. I figured that's where you were going with Right. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it into a, a joke. I said, use your assets. To get what you desire. <laughs> it's your man, you know? But the point that I'm trying to make is she went further and she was like, I would love to have four children. In fact, I would love to have two boys and two girls the same way you do. Mm-hmm. And I said, sis, be careful with that statement, though, because you could have four children and you can end up having the rest just girls, or the rest <laughs> just boys. Yeah, because you don't really calculate it, right? It's, exactly. But maybe, but maybe she'll still be happy, though. You know, she's saying, I want, maybe the four kids is better than two boys, two girls. Okay. Maybe, but. However. She did say that she wanted two boys, right, two girls. Right, <laughs> but it could start off as something small. Yeah, yeah. 
that's the point that I'm trying to make is it could start off as something small. You might be saying, you know what? They have something that I desire. Mm -hmm. But then when you don't get what they have, now it switches. And now you become envious. Yes. Right? Yes. Because you didn't get what they got. Well, you're kind of jumping the gun. Go ahead. Wife. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm jumping because the gun. Because one of the things that happens when you do compare, there's a huge possibility of developing resentment. Absolutely. Either within within your marriage because you didn't get the outcome that you want for the effort that you put in. Mm-hmm. Or... And because you didn't get it and somebody else has it, mm-hmm. now there's resentment inside your marriage and there's resentment against another couple who have nothing to do with your marriage. Absolutely. The next point is that you might admire a specific couple for an, a, a desirable trait. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sometimes you just want to know that marriage isn't all that bad. Well, you, you, you see a couple that you admire, they look like they're having fun, mm-hmm. like... We talk about Barack and Michelle Obama all, the time. all yeah. the time because even during his presidency, he looked like he was having a great time with his family. Yeah. Despite, you know, leading the most dominant country in the world, mm-hmm. he looked like he was having a great time with his wife and kids. Yeah, I mean, he 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 looked, of course, whenever it's funny because whenever you saw him, even without his wife or children around. Mm-hmm. He looked like a happy man, but almost stressed and annoyed. But as soon as Michelle was next to him, you can see that extra smile. Right, the relief. The relief. like like, the burden was now split. I love that. Like he was in his happy place. Like they were in the happy place. Exactly. See, that's that's the wife that I desire to be. But you are that wife. Top it, top it, top, top. You're so sweet. (laughs) Okay, carry on. What's the next one? You read the next one. They are insecure about their own relationship. So when people are insecure about their own relationship, they want to know that there are worse relationships than theirs. Mm. They become easily frustrated with their spouse. You know, maybe their spouse has let them down and there's some trust issues and they don't know what the future holds. Mm. So because of the own insecurity in their own relationship, right? then they compare themselves across Look at other somebody else's relationship. Yeah. Are they really more secure than me? Are they better off than me? Yeah. I hope they're just as bad because then I could feel better about uh, what we're dealing with. Yeah. Right? And then they, they can't wait for their fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one. They are unsure about their circumstances. Right. So sometimes it's relieving to know that your experience is not entirely unique. Yeah. Like it's not just you that's experiencing this. Yeah. So knowing that other couples uh, have issues with communicating or they face some kind of financial pressure or they have to deal with their in-laws, you gain some kind of relief knowing that you can draw from that experience mm-hmm. or you just know that it's not just you. Mhm. Right? Yeah. So these are these are some reasons why people compare just a few reasons why people compare their relationship with others. Absolutely. Like we said, are you doing good or are you doing poorly? Right. 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 So why you shouldn't compare with other couples, though, mm-hmm. right? Comparisons are always unfair. True. You are going to compare your marriages based on some unfounded or unrealistic assumptions. True. Massive word, 
assumptions. Right. Right? You don't know the truth. Exactly. It's unfair because no two marriages are the same. Even though they might have similar experiences, they won't show up in the exact same order. Right. You know, nothing is new under the sun. And because nothing is new under the sun, a lot of the things that you experience within your marriage, mm-hmm. your neighbor is going to have, might have already experienced or might it have a close enough experience right. to it. Right. Right? But they won't show up in the, in the same sequence. Right. And that's where it becomes unfair. Exactly. Because what you're assuming is that the sequence is similar. Yeah. While the experiences might be similar, like what you experience at 15, mm-hmm. if you experience heartbreak at 15, mm-hmm. when you're just goofing around, you shouldn't be dating in the first place because you have <laughs> no idea what, how these emotions, you can't handle your emotions. Your brain's still developing. Yeah. Versus when you're 25, you're an adult, you're more settled into your behavior, your, your development. Actually, your brain doesn't develop fully until you're even 25. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. compare 15 with 25 and those mm-hmm. experiences with relationships, they're very different. Mm-hmm. Even though you both dealt with heartbreak. Right. Because the sequence was different, the mm-hmm. impact and the outcome and how you handle it mm-hmm. will also be different. So it's really unfair to compare marriages. Yeah. Yeah. Because right? the comparisons are always going to be based on metrics, which is our next one. Yeah. The metrics you use are always unfair. Right, because the criteria is going to be based on your own assumptions, as we mentioned. Yeah. And they're typically unrealistic and unfounded. Or they could be just based on stories you heard. From other people. From other people, who, again, might not have all the information. Right. Or they've created their own assumptions as far as why somebody walked down a certain path. And here you are taking in what they said based off of assumptions. Right. And then the other thing with metrics is you're going to be biased in your comparisons Mm -hmm. because you're most likely going to want to show yourself as doing better. Yeah. Or just as good. Okay. And if there's something that you don't like about yourself, you might ignore, you might try to minimalize it when it comes to you and then embellish it. Mm. when it comes to the other couple. Mm -hmm. So the metrics are never going to be symmetric. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that comparisons take a lot of time. Yeah, so if you are going to make a satisfactory comparison, then you're going to invest time gathering evidence. True. You need to think of what you want to compare, Mm -hmm. right? Find a way to get the information, corroborate the information with someone else. That's a lot of time. So the time you're wasting looking up info or intel on somebody else's marriage. Yeah. Go on a vacation with your wife and your spouse and go talk about stuff. You know what that is? We've kind of, you know, professionalized it. In simple <laughs> terms, that's called gossiping. True. That That's all it is. It's called gossiping. But Okay, but then there's like you're, good gossip. You're trying to, what do you mean there's good <laughs> gossip? What's good gossip? Good gossip is just when you're like. At the end of it, you're like, oh, man, I hope things work out. What? Okay, I guess there's no such thing. There's no such gossip. thing as good gossip, silly. <laughs> if you're yeah. chatting other people's business, True. you're gossiping. True. Now, now, I am going to say we're all guilty of gossiping. Yeah. But for me, a lot of the times I gossip because now more so... Because I just want to kiki and then move on. 
right? Not sitting there trying to compare right. myself to somebody else to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. If that's what I'm doing, check yourself. Check your insecurity level. True. Because there's something that you're insecure about that you feel like you need to start digging deep mm-hmm. into other people's lives, into other people's marriages. Instead of that, as you said, go on vacation. But you know, you just said you just kind of segued into our next point. Yeah. Digging deep. Yeah. Because the list of comparisons is endless. This is another reason why it's wrong or why you shouldn't compare. Mm-hmm. You know, where do you start and where do you stop? Do you compare careers? Do you compare how much money they might be earning? Right. How uh, do you compare the types of friendships? Are mm-hmm. they hanging out with Oprah and Jay-Z and Beyonce on the weekends? <laughs> Are they up front in their concert and you're not? Yep. Right? Are they taking better vacations? Yeah. Going further? Maldives? Yep. Europe? Backpacking? Yep. And cruises? You're, and you're and going you're not? down the street. Or you're just going to work. Or you're going to work. Every or you're day. not going on vacation you're at not, all. Right. So yeah. the list is endless. So it's like going down a huge rabbit hole. Yeah. And once you've made a successful comparison against another couple, do you stop there? Yeah. Or do you find another couple to now go up against? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So See, the list is There is eternal. nothing to gain by comparing. You might not like the result, right? Mm-hmm. If you compare and compare, then you might only find evidence that you are not as good as another couple. True. And you will turn around and hate. Ooh, what did I say? Hate yes. that couple. Or resent your partner even more. 100%. And that is not fair. See, right. this will actually be the subject of our next podcast, where we look at reasons why couples want to build relationships with other couples. There seems to be this notion that couples need to be friends with other couples. While it's not a bad thing, couples should really focus on building their family relationship. Right, because I think those inter-couple relationships should form organically. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll find a couple that you vibe with, but I don't think you have to go out and force those relationships. Yeah. And I think when you get involved in certain institutions or organizations, they kind of make it seem like, oh, we, go to, we belong to the same group. Yeah. So let's all be friends. And that's not the case. No. Not necessarily a good thing. You know, I find a lot of um, my husband and I's couples relationships that are closest and that are really, really strong are the ones where, you know, he has his friends that he grew up with that are loyal to him. Mm -hmm. And they had gotten married. Mm -hmm. And now we have built relationships or I have built relationships with their wives, with their partners, mm-hmm. you know, and so that has evolved over time. There's similarities there, mm-hmm. you know, especially those friends that you might have had from childhood. There's a reason why they're still friends with you from childhood. Yeah. Right? So there's most likely also a reason why um, your, your, your partner might have certain characteristics that would relate to your friend's partner. 100%. Okay. And the same thing on my end. You know, I have girlfriends that I grew up with that my husband is now has connected with their partners. Right. And I appreciate that. But that's a conversation we'll have next in the time. next podcast. Right. So how do you stop comparing? Because I think it's probably like a reflex 
from any folk. It's just, you pull up at church, you pull up at work, the car beside you is nicer. <laughs> oh, and you're like, man, I'm sick and tired of driving this riggedy old mobile. But it got you where you were going. It was fine when it was getting you there. Yep. Now that you're there and somebody else pulls up beside you and their car looks better, now, now it's an issue. Yeah. Right? So there's, these things kind of happen out of reflex. So how do you stop comparing? Podcast number one and two. Take time out together. Spend time together more often. You can find inspiration in your marriage from each other. Mm -hmm. You can reflect on why you love each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number two, stop keeping score. Missy, stop keeping score. Okay. Don't get all Jamaican. Okay. I know. I'm not even Jamaican. But no, by (laughs) by marriage. Stop keeping score, okay? When you keep score for the wrong reasons, you build evidence that your spouse is an incompetent partner. Then you start comparing your spouse to other spouses. Yep. Next thing, you want out or you want somebody else's spouse because you feel they are inadequate. Yes, that's what happens when you keep score and you don't do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Check out our podcast on keeping score. Mm-hmm. There's a right way to keep score. It's yeah. to make your marriage better. Other thing is understand that your spouse is human. Yes. We're all prone to making mistakes. And from the day that we were born to the day that we die, we're probably going to mess something up. Of course. And, we'll probably, and sadly, we might do it two or three times. Unfortunately. Right? Unfortunately. So understand that your spouse is human and, and be there for them. Mm-hmm. Set goals and work to accomplish them, okay? If you are stagnant in pursuing your goals and dreams, then you will easily notice every other couple around you who are presumably doing great things. Yes. Eyes are in the wrong direction. Yes. Focus on yourself. The next one. Stop competing with each other. When you compete with each other, one person wins and the other loses. Mm -hmm. When you collaborate, and we've been saying this over and over and over, when you collaborate, Everybody, everyone wins yes. because you're putting all your needs on the table and you're working through them one by one in a priority basis. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you're, this way you're going to know that your needs will be taken care of and addressed. Absolutely. Okay? The next one is show gratitude to each other. Okay, Remind your spouse how much you love them and why you love them Yes. and what you admire about them. Moreover, show gratitude for the little things. Yes. The little things. A lot of little things together make a big thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last one that we recommend is speak to your spouse directly on your feelings. Don't speak to social media yes. about your spouse. Yeah. Okay? Don't wish them happy birthday or Mother's Day or anniversary on Instagram. And then you don't tell them to their face. Absolutely. Speak to your spouse directly. Even on things that, you know, like those special days. Yeah. But then on things that matter. Yeah. You know, like some people, maybe those who aren't married, but there's some people that love to jump on Facebook talking about no longer in a relationship, in a relationship. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> I, hope you, I hope married those, people aren't those doing aren't, that. No, that can't be married people doing that. <laughs> like 17-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. It has to be the young ones, you yeah. know? <laughs> but, you know, even even to go further, you know, I was talking to a girlfriend about this and 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 I said certain things that you may say you know what I really appreciate how my friend's husband does this you know and you know this is 
a huge trait or asset that is going to help your family, mm-hmm. your your marriage, maybe even your your spouse's career, you know, and future. I think it's okay for you to go to your partner, to go to your spouse and say, "Hey, I noticed that you might need help in this area. Mm-hmm. How can I help you in that area? How how can I help you, you know, take your career to that next level? How can I help you be more bold and more out there? Mm-hmm. Because I noticed that you are very much reserved and you're afraid to take those chances to go up within your career. What do you need me to do? Again, showing your partner that you are supporting them, that you are grateful for the hard work that they're putting in. However, you also want to help and take and help them get to that next level, right? So again, how do you stop comparing? Take time out together. Second, stop keeping score. Third, understand that your spouse is human. Fourth, set goals and work to accomplish them. Five, stop competing with each other. Six, show gratitude to each other. Seven, speak to your spouse directly on your feelings. Yes. So bottom line is be careful when comparing yourselves to other couples because high likelihood it's going to do more damage than good. Mm-hmm. You might go down that rabbit hole only to ve- only to develop resentment against other couples and the most likely case and the worst case against your own spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right everybody, that is our feature for today. Thank you again so much for hanging out with us. We love spending time with you. We do. Okay? And remember, you are a successful Successful leader, leader and your marriage and family can be successful, too.